0: Everybody knows that reviews on Amazon are absolutely essential, but how do you get them? Well, in today's episode, we're joined by Sam from Feedback Wiz, and he's going to run us through what kind of strategies you should be using and shouldn't be using when it comes to buyer seller messaging, when it comes to review request automation, when it comes to growing your review presence on Amazon. This is an interview that we did with Sam live inside of our FBA Freedom Challenge recently, and it was super valuable, full of loads of nuggets especially if you are at the beginning stages of your journey, understanding what you can and can't do on the buyer-seller messaging system. So we thought we'd bring it to the podcast. Feedback Wiz are one of the leading tools in the space, and so I know you're going to get a ton of value out of this episode today, and let's get right into it. We've got Sam here from Feedback Wiz. How are you doing, Sam? Wonderful. Thanks for having me, Ben. Really excited to uh, to start today. How's it going across the pond over there? Yeah, good. I was saying the sun is out, you know, and it's still freezing cold, but the sun is out and uh, it's been a good day so far. It's 3 p.m. in the afternoon now. I think it's morning time for you, right?
1: Yeah, well, I'm in New York. It's blistery cold. We have what's considered a bomb cyclone coming this weekend, which I didn't know was anything until about four years ago. But yeah, it's pretty
0: chilly here. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's cold here too. So I want it to stay cold though, because I'm going to the mountains next weekend for some snowboarding. So I need it to stay cold in the in the Europe region. But uh, but yeah, that's good stuff. Awesome. Well, we are going to talk all things getting reviews for your Amazon products. Uh, Sam, what do you reckon? Ready to ready to take over?
1: I think so, and I think it's it's just a great opportunity with, with especially with reviews with everyone kind of coming on now like and really starting this either, either as a side gig or trying to scale like there's no better time than now to start that review strategy. You can really set it and forget it and, and just let it scale. We'll get into all that specifics, but I'm excited and ready to go. Awesome, man. All right, uh, so I am with uh, Feedback Wiz. I'm just going to share my screen, and can you guys see that? Yeah, looks good to me. All right. So uh, so I'll just do um, kind of a quick overview of, oh, excuse me, create that share. Here we go. Slideshow present. All right. So we're the Feedback ways. Um We're mainly known for, as you can say, feedback. That's going to be a big, big surprise that we're going to be uh, involved with seller feedback, right? And getting feedback. Uh, but we also do other things. We do order management. Uh, we have a Profits uh, PL tool uh, we just launched at the beginning of last year to help with uh, deeper insights data. Uh, into your into your sales uh, and then also product monitoring and notifications. so that you know obviously if you're trying to get uh, the buy box uh, up uh, alerts or anything in terms of protecting from hijackers but today we're going to focus right on the second one reviews and feedback automation. And one of the things that's 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 funny is we go to a lot of events and we see several sellers and they could be advanced sellers you know seven eight figure sellers that don't necessarily have, a review strategy they just know that their product is working and and that's great you know review strategies are you know it's not like one of these uh, one size fits all it's going to be very unique to to every single one uh, business so every single one of you are going to be uh, applying a different strategy but that being said there are some best practices we can go into now i always make fun of people on webinars and presentations when they start with a quote Uh, but this one kind of like hits and resonates with us Uh, obviously it's jeff bezos and just think about kind of this when we Uh, talk about feedback ways and getting reviews is this is a quote, I believe, from 2015 or 2014. And hey, we see our customers as invited guests to a party and and we are the hosts. It's our job every day to make every important aspect of the customer experience a little bit better. Uh, So when you think about that, that's kind of Jeff saying Jeff Bezos saying, uh, hey, this is like the the bread and butter of Amazon. You know, we want customers to be able to interact with other customers to uh, to, um, uh, improve the customer experience with the sellers or, or with the business. Uh, so you can see kind of why customer reviews and, and product reviews and seller feedback is, is a really integral part of Amazon's business. It's, it's pretty, pretty much the most longest standing way to sustain success uh, is through reviews and feedback ever since its inception. It's, it's basically been a huge part uh, of the Amazon business model. And you see other companies like Yelp, uh, Google kind of taking after uh, Walmart, for instance, kind of taking after the, the Amazon model there. So Reviews i have always been around. They're not going anywhere. They're a big part of the algorithm that Amazon uses. Unfortunately, the average review rate for Amazon products is about 1% to 2%. That depends on the product, and that depends on, um, on uh, where it's being sold or you know what marketplace it's in. Uh, also, this has been pretty much a best estimate because, Ben, as you know, Amazon doesn't really release numbers. <laughs> so this is kind of the standard industry that most companies use across the board is anywhere from 1% percent. There's several ways to do that right So you have some different pictures here. Do that through comment cards. Uh, you say, hey you know leave us a review when you put into your products you know every time you send out a product there's a little card right a product inset card. you can have your own unique email list that you, that you scrub you can send out to. Uh, Amazon has a vine program that has been going through some issues the last couple of years but it's still there to, to kind of help you generate reviews. Uh, but also through Seller Central, probably the, the best way to do it is through uh, the Request a Review button. Now with that, it's you basically go into Seller Central, you go into the Order Details, and you click the little Request a Review. So when you do that, here's what the email looks like. I'm sure we've all gotten it because we've uh, purchased stuff from Amazon. Uh, but essentially, it just looks exactly like this. The buyers will receive a, a templated email from Amazon. Uh, the request can only be made between five to 30 days after delivery so that's that's pretty important to remember uh, automatically translated into the buyer's preferred language that's great so if you have somebody uh, that's buying it in france and they speak french like amazon will automatically translate that into french same thing for uh, spanish in mexico for instance or you know wherever whatever marketplace you may be uh, wherever the buyer has, pref- has put in their preferred language it uh, doesn't go through Amazon's BSM system. So we'll go, we'll explore what BSM means, buyer seller messaging. Uh, and the same opt out list as buyer seller messaging is also applied here. Uh, unfortunately, buyers cannot reply to the email. So this is basically the, the easiest way for, for uh, sellers to get reviews. Um, and you can see the, this is how the, the template li- looks like. This is what it works. The problem is you have to press this every time that you want to send a review. So you can imagine like maybe if you're doing 50 orders a month, you can do that. But if you start to scale, Ben, and you get to like, you know, 1,000, 2,000, 5,000 orders a month, and that's the goal I'm assuming for everyone, that can be quite tedious and painstakingly, painstakingly hard. You know, and no one wants to press a button over and over again. Now, another way um, through, another, another thing that Amazon, we mentioned a second ago was uh, buyer seller messaging. And what that is is you have to um, it lets you and this is kind of just a screenshot that we took from uh, from Seller Central explaining what BSM is. Uh, you can find all this information on Seller Central, uh, and it's basically just uh, a, a way to communicate uh, with the buyer via email through through uh, via email or Seller Central. Excuse me. Uh, there's encrypted uh, in, there's uh, encryptions there that Amazon uh, does that basically. Uh, will make everyone kind of uh, unique or an alias so the information is never shared Uh, and uh, the the best part about the uh, benefits of buyer seller messaging uh, is that it keeps a record so these are all available on on seller central in terms of what bsm is if you want to kind of uh, send out uh, your kind of more personalized emails right Uh, personalized communications with with the buyer Um, amazon allows you to do that but you have to adhere by their rules right and this is Nothing new. Anytime you sell, you got out of here by Amazon's rules. And here's some of these rules. Um, so you can only uh, send it for order or shipping confirmations. Uh, you can only, you know, messages that say only thank you, uh, you know, or if you're, you want to help the buyers if they have any problems, maybe, maybe any issues, warranty information, for instance, um, you can only ask for, this is the important one, you can only send one review or feedback request per order. That's very important to remember. You can't send more than, uh, you can't send two, you can't send three. You know, it used to be back in the day, I think, Ben, maybe two or three years ago, you were allowed to send, you know, two to three, I think three follow-ups was the most you were allowed. Um, that has, has changed. Time.
0: I think there was a time when there wasn't even a limit. I remember someone saying yeah. they would send five or six to their customers. I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, I, that was,
1: that was, that was, I mean, I, I do remember in August of 2020, these, these new rules came out. So I, I, I think there was five or six, right. People would just kind of hit them five, six times in a row. So Amazon's changed that over the last few years. Um, you can't, you know, add language that incentivizes the buyer to leave you review. You can't say like, Hey, if you enjoyed my product, please leave a review, you can't do that. That's just something that they, they won't allow. Now, sometimes this does get through the system, but eventually Amazon's gonna find out, or you won't even, or you'll just be suspended or restricted, which no one wants because then all you have to do is use the, you have to use the request to review button if you are, and just kind of go from there very systematically pressing that button over and over again for reviews. Uh, you can't request a removal or an update of an existing product review, that's a no-no. Uh, and if, um, Uh, like if then statements you can obviously you can't include you can't ask for compensation right like hey here's a gift card for five dollars on amazon if you leave me a five nope that's a no-no uh and so you'll probably see over in in the news over the last you know six months to a year that there's been a lot of suspensions uh, account restrictions based on these on these rules um it's very hot Uh, i would say uh, amazon's really cracking down specifically over the last year uh, on these new bsm rules um but within the within the within the uh, bsm emails you're allowed to uh, to send uh secure working links right so make sure that it's https not the http um and uh that are necessary for order completion or or links to amazon uh you can put attachments but only for product instructions such as warranty information or invoices those are the really really the only things that are allowed i think some some product instructions and how to how to you know build something uh, and logos, you can have logos, but those logos cannot be li- cannot have a link directly to your website. So um, those are just some, some reminders there. Uh, if you are caught, unfortunately, you'll, you'll have a, a 30-day restriction from sending emails. Uh, you can't initiate a conversation with the buyer. You can still send out the uh, request to review. You can still hit that button for feedback and reviews. Uh, and you can still send the critical messages that are in brackets that say important. Um, so that would be something like, for instance, Ben, if, you know, somebody says important, you know, you got to send something that could be flammable, right? Like, or something that needs to be opened in two to three days. So if you're selling a product that could potentially, you know, violate or, you know, be, you know, a safety concern, you are allowed to send that. Just don't take advantage of that because Amazon will know when you're sending out something that says important and you're asking for a, a you know, review or feedback, that's a big no-no. Uh, you can still sell. So it doesn't impact, impact your ability there. Uh, if you are suspended um, and you can still use the request to review button as you mentioned a second ago and if i'm going too fast please let me know or if anybody has any questions love to hear them love to make this interactive as possible
0: sounds good i know this is really good really good information helpful to really ground everybody in this knowledge and uh yeah definitely anytime we've got questions coming through we'll uh we'll, we'll definitely bring those up perfect excellent thanks um whoops i believe i
1: missed a slide excuse me one second uh all right. So when here's the best practices, right? So we talked about what you can't do, what you you know, what you shouldn't do. What what can what can you do and what are the best practices to make sure that, that reviews are driven? Not only do the reviews go through through BSM or, or through the request the review button, but you want to make sure not only are you uh are they going through you're getting reviews, right? So this is, this is kind of comes down to a little bit, maybe some personalization, some customization, uh, but within that, you, there's also things that you can do uh, by, by, with the uh, request review button to, to make sure that you're optimizing for reviews, right? So uh, the first thing is the right message at the right time. Uh, that is really important when it comes down to product. So uh, for any of you selling supplementals, uh, you probably are most likely you're going to want to wait 30 days before you ask for review, maybe 28 days just to make sure it's in that 30-day range. But you're going to want to wait the 28 days because that product isn't necessarily going to show improvement or benefit the buyer the next day. Maybe it will three or four weeks later. Uh, by comparison, you know, let's say uh, somebody uh, bought some headphones and chances are they're going to use put those headphones in right away, plug it into their phone, iPod, whatever, computer, laptop. Uh, if it's working right away, that, then that's great. And what you want to do is make sure that you get them while they're hot. You know, you want to make sure that you personalize to that product. So, um, for uh, something like an electronic, you're, you're going to want to get that that feedback as soon as possible. Now, I know when you send with a request to review button, there's a five day window. So maybe this is something we're an email with uh, through buyer seller messaging rules. Uh, maybe a day or two after the the product has arrived. Right. This is something that you would want to kind of take advantage of to to get more reviews. Um, Obviously, you can't send more than one review request email or one feedback request email, Um, but if you do send one, both the review and feedback requests must be in the same email. You can't ask for one or the other and then another one. It has to be one or both. Um, you, uh, and you, uh, don't ask for review using BSM emails, uh, and Amazon's request a review button for the same order. You, you can't do that though. That will not, that will give you a flag, uh, and you potentially could be suspended. Uh, obviously you can use suggestive language, uh, avoid the conditional statements. This goes back to the, if then, right? So if you liked our product, leave, leave a review, or if you had any issues, can't do that. Um, and, uh, just ask for reviews in a, in a, in a neutral manner, like, um you know just say basically say like uh w- will you leave a review and that's it right that's all you have to do uh no external links outside amazon no marketing content in the email no attachments unless it's something as we said like product instructions uh don't write an essay keep it really short concise hey you know um one one we'll get into uh, action we'll get into examples uh, later on but even something like two sentences would be fine uh, but I think the most important thing to remember, the biggest takeaway from this slide for for our audience here, depending on the product, you're going to want to put in a strategy that's going to be based on either getting product reviews or improving proving seller feedback. Uh, so if you're listening to this right now and you have a private and you're a private label seller, you have your own product, uh, it's unique from your competitors. There's you know, whatever makes it unique. Um, you want to, inc- you want your, your strategy should be to increase product reviews. You want to stand out from your competitors because you have this unique product. Uh, if you're reselling though, you want to focus on improving seller feedback. How was the transaction? Did you have any complaints about buying Like when, when you bought it, that kind of thing, you want to focus on the actual transaction and how easy it was to buy something off of Amazon private label product review, focus on how great your product is uh, and make sure that message gets to the right audience at the right time. So there's also a couple other things when this first message where it says the first sorry, this first bullet where it says the right message at the right time. Um, this also can be applied not necessarily to the, uh, the product review request or the seller feedback request. For instance, uh, you might have somebody that, uh, would, that had requested a refund or a reimbursement you're probably not going to want to ask them for a review because what, what might happen if they ask for a refund and five days later, Ben, they ask for a review? What, what might happen from that person, from that buyer?
0: They're going to leave you a bad review.
1: <laughs> Sounds right, right? That's what's going to happen. I mean, most of the time when people leave reviews, it's, it's they, they feel compelled to based on some type of negative interaction. So you want to you you kind of mitigate that uh, to make sure that maybe that person doesn't get a review request or maybe that person doesn't get a feedback request uh, if there's something that needs to be put together uh, you you want to make sure that maybe a day or two before delivery maybe product instructions are sent to that to that buyer right so if it's something that takes five minutes 10 minutes to set up and and maybe everyone wants to go into a paper everyone's in this paperless world all digital uh, may, maybe there's something at the factory in which the instructions weren't put in I don't think it's a bad idea to send out product instructions on how to put something together or any type of information they'll need to make sure that this product works as good as possible. In this situation, uh, more information about the product ahead of, ahead of time before delivery uh, is, is the best best solution, best way to get ahead of that. All right. So this is where we kind of start talking about what best practices, what we do at, at feedback FeedbackWiz, right? Um, so... Through our tour, Amazon TOS compliant, so we have to meet with Amazon and adhere by their uh, by their standards, so that we can go onto the Amazon Seller App and or sorry, Amazon Store App, and, and people can can download our, uh, or you know get our, our uh, use our software uh, subscri- subscription on the software. Um, we actually uh, have the ability to help buyers, excuse me, sellers uh, set up campaigns using customized emails through the buyer seller messaging of Seller Central. Uh, you can set up campaigns to trigger Amazon's request to review button. So you can automate that. And that's probably what's been mostly used over the last year from our, our new new users and our existing users. Uh, we, we set up a, a system in which you can automate and trigger Amazon's request to review button. The, the amazing, amazing um, benefits of that are a lot of our users have been suspended in the past. They are still suspended, but they're still able to automate the RR button because it's going directly through Amazon, it triggers Amazon sending that button. Um, Some really, really unique experiences from from sellers that are selling multiple products uh, is you can set up a kind of a hybrid model between the two. So for instance, you set up a campaign to trigger a send after the item has shipped. Uh, This could be an an invoice or or product instructions. Uh, And then with the second campaign, Right, or a second email campaign, you can set up just the the Amazon request the review button. So even if you're suspended, your one email campaign campaign can be the let's say you're selling a a volatile product or something or or something not volatile. That's a bad word, but a product that does need uh, the important uh, brackets there uh, that could be your your custom email campaign versus, hey, setting up the Amazon request the review button. Um, You can set up campaigns by ASIN or ASIN groups, for instance. Uh, and schedule the emails to send out X amount of days after shipment or delivery. So this goes back to the situation where you're selling headphones or, or somebody here selling headphones. Uh, you can really get a, a head start on that product review and, and start getting product reviews much faster than your competitors uh, by sent, by scheduling emails like a day after delivery, right? Or a delay, the day after, you know, two days after shipment, whatever. Um, just, you know, different products have different periods for reviews, right? Goes back to the headphone versus um, supplemental example we used earlier. Uh, you can track emails and, 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 trigger, review that are, uh, and trigger review requests, right? Uh, so you'll have queues uh, um, and delivers for every order. You'll, you'll, you'll have the information right there in front of you. So you know when an email is supposed to go out. You know what email went out. And if you even got some, you can filter that data by, hey, I want to see only the three product reviews. I want to see only the four seller feedback um, re- uh, reviews that we got as well. And the big one, mitigate negative reviews. So one thing we were able to do is is help you set up exclusion lists so that people that are getting refunds or reimbursements uh, aren't necessarily getting, aren't getting those emails. So you can you can set up those exclusion lists. Um, so with, let me ask you a question real, real quick, Ben, uh, with, the, with the refund and reimbursements. Um, do you know how, the, how, Amazon, how that works and from, a, from a buyer versus a seller perspective uh, and then going through Amazon?
0: Uh, in terms of if you were to manually re- reimburse them, refund them,
1: uh, yeah. So just going going back from the from the actual like how much time takes between uh, a buyer actually submitting for a refund or a reimbursement or a return uh, to how long an actual seller will get that information.
0: Uh, no, no, I'm not aware of that.
1: Yeah, it's actually something that's um, we don't really do a great job explaining this to people, but this is a great opportunity <laughs> for us, but. I don't think Amazon does a really great job of explaining this either to sellers, but we're, we're, so we're trying to get the message out. So um, when a buyer submits that information uh, the seller won't get notified by Amazon until the refund or reimbursement has already been processed through Amazon. So that's when the, the seller gets notified. Unfortunately that could take a day or two. And by then the review request could be sent out based on your, on your triggers. Um, So one thing we were able to do is go through the, and then from the seller perspective, you're, you're right. Like it's, I mean, this could, you know, this, this could take, you know, days. This could take, you know, two, three days. This could take, you know you're kind of at Amazon's mercy. Um, so one way that we're able to do that is we actually, uh, through, our, through our API and through working with Amazon, as soon as the customer is able to, uh, hits that refund or reimbursement, that's actually triggered on our end too. Uh, working through Amazon is triggered on our end to make sure that, hey, this is not- wait, we got this notified. Uh, we have this alert, uh, and that puts up a kind of a, a flag for our system to say to the um, to say to the to the to the excuse me for, puts a flag in Amazon system to say to our our technology hey there's a refund reimbursement coming like and if it's in that exclusion list immediately real time it happens um, so that's kind of one 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 we'll go into that I can kind of show you how that works um, in just a minute but that's um, it's it's really important it's it's kind of a really unique thing that I don't. I, I don't think a lot of uh, feedback software, or review software, is is, is able to um, complete that just through our it's our API is kind of unique in that regard. So we'll get into kind of a little bit more specifics, and I'll show you what that looks like um, in a minute. <clears throat> We're also able to um, build a build in review, smart campaign detection, prevent from uh, activating multiple review request campaigns. So. Uh, our software will make sure that we're not triggering Amazon to send out an email if there's already been one on that order, so you don't have no risk of being suspended. Uh, exclusion rules, kind of mentioned this a second ago: returns, refunds, blacklisted orders. You know, uh, if there was a like a promotion that potentially might not be a good fit for review or or feedback, you can set up those rules. Um, repeat buyers, this is kind of as you scale, you know, and, and as everyone here in this, in, you know, in this, in this session starts scaling and turns this into a full-time business. Or if you're already there looking for unique uh, examples and best practices on review, uh, setting up email and requests based on purchase count, right? So if you have a customer that's purchased, you know, two, three, four times from you, chances are they really like you. Ask for seller feedback. Hey, you know, how was the transaction? They're going to, they're going to they're gonna give you a five. They're going to give you a four. So if you've already reached that level of scaling where you don't have to worry about product reviews or seller feedback anymore, um, there's no harm in setting up like, hey, I don't want reviews. Just build my seller feedback so I keep getting fives and fives and fives, right? And just let that let that scale and soar to the point where the organic search on Amazon it's going to go to you because you have such high reviews and high feedback from uh, from the buyers. Um, custom labels. So if you want to. Uh, label each campaign for better management uh, for you or across your teams this can be anything from a product category like you know electronics or fashion to maybe it's something unique within your 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 business that you want to label for yourself uh you know you can monitor track and analyze all reviews and feedback if you're seeing that one of your products is only getting three stars and every one of your other products are getting five stars maybe let's start evaluating the product. Maybe let's start evaluating how you're, how you're asking for reviews there. Um, We also have uh, several blogs and support guides uh, through that we offer. Basically, I mean, there's, we have a ton on BSM. Uh, We have a nice article. And and if you want, I can share this with, uh, with your entire audience, Ben. Uh, We have a great, great blog on uh, the BSM and and the review request, um, uh, uh, excuse me, um, uh, information that uh, Seller Central has that we kind of, we put out there for everyone to see, uh, and then how that works and how that applies to you as a seller. Uh, And then also we have free email template uh, audits from our support team. So they can check out your email templates. Let's say you're getting flagged a lot or the emails aren't going out, our support team is able to dive in there and help you out. And we do have pre-built email templates as well to ask for, um, uh, we have templates built in for warranty, seller feedback, product review, I can show you what those look like as well um and we have tra- uh, translations for uh 20 marketplaces as well which is absolutely incredible we just released five uh this week i believe it was czech polish dutch uh swedish and turkish
0: that's incredible i, I didn't even realize we've gotten up to 20 marketplaces and you guys already translated for all of them that's amazing
1: 20, I think Amazon came out with 20. Yeah. We're actually connected to all 20, um, Amazon. Uh, let's see, I believe Amazon, we have a nice article on, um, the new Amazon marketplaces. I think it's called Europe Spot. I think most of them were in Europe. I think it's Turkey. Actually it's the five I mentioned, mm-hmm. maybe not Netherlands that's been there for a while. Maybe I think it was just, maybe it was four, um, off the top of my head. I, I don't remember, but I do know Sweden and, and Poland were there. And I, I believe Turkey as well. Uh, but yeah, from 16 to 20 <laughs> up there. Um, Excellent. All right. So which, which one's better, better for you? And this isn't like a, again, this isn't like a a be all end all like one size fits all type of tool. It's very customizable to your business and what you're doing. Um, So if you are uh, looking to say, Hey, what's a better way to to scale my review strategy, build and scale my review strategy. Uh, You know, when you do the request to review button uh, it's hundred percent compliant with Amazon messaging policies. Uh, templates are automatically translated to buyers preferred language i think it's huge that's great so if you're selling across multiple marketplaces that's it's wonderful to do uh displays the buyer's name uh it can be used even if restricted from buyer seller messaging so even though you're, you're restricted from sending emails you can still click that review button which i think happens quite often i've seen it happen a lot more over the last year to be honest uh and it's a fi- five to 30 day window uh, after delivery window excuse me so if you have a product that you're selling that could fit into that five to 30 day window, uh, if you've got a lot going on, maybe this is your side hustle. I would say the request a review button is probably your, your best way uh, to, 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 get the, to get more reviews uh, from your buyers. That being said, uh, there's nothing like customization. There's nothing like personalization. Uh, it's, it's the best way to, to deliver a great experience to the customer and to, you know, to deliver a great customer experience. Uh, You know, if you can customize the subject line and and content, as long as it's in the BSM, add logos and attachments, uh, buyers can reply to emails, which is great. Uh, And you can send any time within 30 days, right? So if you want to get that immediately after a day, uh, the emails are the way to go. Uh, And again, I do want to, I didn't, I mentioned this earlier. I do want to preface this again, feedback versus reviews, private labels. You're going to want to put a strategy together for product reviews. Resellers, you're going to want to put a strategy together for seller feedback. That makes sense. Sure. I got a little delay in my presentations here.
0: All good. All right, here we
1: go. So, uh, just some more helpful strategies. Um, We we kind of gone through a a lot of this already. Uh, I'll just be very quick. Uh, You don't use the same request window for all your products. Uh, create product instructions, warranty documentation for all your products as well. Never give this, the, the buyer an opportunity to look for anything. You want to give them the, your, the, your complete store. You want to give them your complete uh, business right, right in front of them. Deliver, every, your, 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 deliver the product and all the instructions and warranty to your customer. Don't let them look for anything. Deliver them a great experience. Uh, determine which review quest method is best for your products. You can do either or, you know, RR or BSM emails. Don't be tricky with subject lines. Just be direct. Uh, Amazon may modify them a little bit, but the best ones regarding your Amazon order number: enter here. Info about your Amazon order number: enter here. That's that. Those are the best ones. We see those open rates uh, climb very high. We, we don't. We actually keep the with because of Amazon's TOS rules, and because we want to make sure that the uh, the seller has all their data to, to optimize for for their business, not not for ours. Uh, we actually don't go into and see the open rates, mainly because of Amazon, right? Uh, so you can't really see the, the the open rates. But from what we're told by our customers and our users, um, these these are the consistently the, the best subject lines um, that that for deliverability and for open rates. Um, and then determine whether feedback or product reviews are more important. Uh, buyers don't understand the difference; they'll mostly just click on one of the links you know, like you see one, you say one for product review, seller feedback, they'll just click on the, on the first one. They don't necessarily know the difference between product reviews and seller feedback. So um, tell them, you know, make it easy for them. Just deliver one link if you're looking for seller feedback or if you're looking for product reviews. If you want to do both, great, you know, you can get either or, that's not a problem. Um, but if you're starting out, I would say when you're starting out, it's it's very, Very important to figure out exactly what you wanna go for. Uh, And again, private label, product review, reseller, seller feedback. Uh, And then uh, this was kind of changed a little bit, always respond to negative reviews and and, and feedback. You can't directly comment on the negative reviews anymore uh, and you can't directly comment on, on the negative feedback anymore. Amazon took that rule out late of 2020. Um, but what, what you can do uh, is um, if there's answer any questions that the specifically, this is specifically through emails, because buyers can reply to the email and you can get that as uh, you can answer the questions for them, uh, you can answer, you know, let's say that they write, they write back, uh, hey, I just thought this was awful and I wrote on the, uh, uh, as the comment, that's it's okay to respond and be like, what did you like least about it? How can we prove it? Like when they, when they reply directly to you, uh, you are able to uh, have those questions answered.
0: Yeah, a few a few questions uh, from the group, a couple from myself as well. M- my first question is: so, if a buyer has opted out of buyer-seller messaging, um, firstly, what do you know any stats on that? Like, how how many in terms of a percentage that is?
1: Uh, so unfortunately, Amazon doesn't really give any of their information out, so I can't give a, an exact percentage. I do know that that's only come up a few times when talking to some of our users, different sellers at different events. Um, regular standard rates of opt outs are, are around like four to five percent across, okay. like universally across right. across the board. Okay. I can't imagine Amazon being any different uh, in terms of you know they're obviously people are on their phones, so I would say maybe maybe three to four percent would be my best guess. Sure. Uh, but again, because I, I don't want to like quote, I don't want to say that that's 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 set in stone because Amazon is 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 very private about releasing releasing that data. Yeah. Uh, my best guess is
0: just because it
1: across the board, it's usually around three to five yeah. percent.
0: Because my thought is if it was quite high, whether you could set up like an automated email for the benefits of that customization, but then also have the bias, the uh, review request going out just to catch anybody that doesn't or whether that would flag as an issue. But uh, maybe you just, if it's quite a low percentage, then that probably doesn't matter too much.
1: Yeah. And I know I, I've heard a story before too. When we were, I was, there was a, a, a an event in Miami called Powwow in, uh, I believe it was November and I, I heard a unique story from uh, one of our users that they, they actually did have somebody uh, like write a, write a negative review, or sorry, not write a negative review, but actually find the, um, find their website, send them an email and say, I wanted to write a review, but I can't because this found out later that they had, they had opted out of that, they had, uh, opted out of that policy. So they weren't getting, they weren't getting emails. They were missing out on, uh, I think, warranty information uh, and I believe it was also uh, uh, product information too, if, if I remember correctly. I don't remember specifically, but it was once I think warranty was one of them. Uh, it ended up being a blessing because he was able to help out and be like, "Yo, you shouldn't, you, you shouldn't opt out of the of the of this. You shouldn't do this buyer opt out." I think it looks like that's what you did, uh, but nothing but greats with that with that customer for for the, uh, for one of our users since then. So okay. um, there's some there's some helpful there's some good things that happen sometimes with that. For the most part. I would say you know you can't really plan for for those people that are going to opt out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's universal across the board. That's going to affect your competitors as much as affecting you. Yeah, sure. um, so it's not necessarily the worst thing, and um, you know it's it's going to happen sometimes.
0: For sure, no, that sounds good. Um, then the other one you mentioned about feedback and then showing up in organic ranking. Uh, would is is feedback seller feedback a factor in organic ranking? It's more so
1: product reviews. There, you know, there is a factor, but product reviews is the pro is a primary factor in the I believe what is it the A10 algorithm now for Amazon is it A10 or A11 a for the Amazon algorithm right now. Um, but seller feedback is a way to, to stand out. Uh, versus like somebody who who's had that product or has that product selling on Amazon versus you have seller feedback. Uh, if you're looking for the exact same product, the feedback one uh, will help organic. Yeah. It'll help. Excuse me. It'll help uh, a bit organically more than. Say if you have negative, like there's a 4.3 versus a 4.5, you'll probably be on the same page. At the end of the day, though, you'll probably be higher in terms of that specific product. Gotcha.
0: Gotcha. Okay, questions from the group then. Uh, When you request a review within Seller Central to a customer, is there a way to check who has been requested and who hasn't?
1: Uh, I don't. Uh, that's a very good question. I believe there, I believe there is a way on the Seller Central, but the dashboard isn't necessarily user friendly. Yeah. Uh, and it does require a little, a little bit of searching. Um, I know on the uh, and I can um show that slide again, and we can send that information out. There is specifics on the Seller Central forum uh, that go into how you can find that information. Yeah. Uh, but most likely, I think what happens is uh, users aren't able to press the request to review button because there's like a tab that comes up on Amazon. that says like, this has already been initiated. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. when you're using the request to review button, uh, Amazon won't let you. Uh, that being said, it takes a lot of manual searching on Seller Central's dashboard for you to find that. So yes, there is a way. It's just, a, it can be a little time
0: extensive, but as soon as you find it, it's like riding a bike, you'll be able to look through it. Uh, regularly they did follow that up at the end of their comment with guests i guess where that's where good software comes in (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: well that's a great plug (laughs) yeah
0: exactly yeah uh lee says really great highlighting the difference between feedback and review paul says buyer seller messaging email customization is an awesome feature Uh, Lee says, that's awesome for new sellers. Claire says, excellent. Looking forward to using this. Matthias says great. Clayton says, thanks for the info besides deciding between reviews and feedback and the level of engagement one wants. Is there any real deep strategic decisions that we should be thinking about? It all sounds pretty turnkey.
1: Yeah. And look, that's, I think what happens is like because each business is different, each Amazon bit store is different is that, you'll find something that, that potentially could come up based on your product and your business, right? The most I can, I can give you is, is, the, is the, the, the most common example uh, is uh, the exclusion lists and setting up exclusion lists so that people uh, won't potentially, negative reviews won't leave negative reviews anymore. Or maybe you're seeing something that, you know, you're selling two or three separate products and one product's continually getting two stars, another one's getting four or five, You know, with that, you might you might want to consider pausing that campaign on on selling that product just just for your brand reputation. You know, at that point, um, your product's no longer reliable. Uh, I'm not saying that's the case for anyone, but this is probably the most common user cases right there. Is uh, strategies around who you want to mitigate exclusion lists. I think refunds, uh, returns are 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 most common, Uh, and then also. uh, what product like tracking what products are, are are not doing well? It just gives you deeper insights in real time, very quickly to seeing, hey, let, let there's there's obviously an issue here. Let's explore it. Let's see what's going on. So um there I, again, I can't give you a, a specific answer um, other than uh, being able to have that data and getting real-time customer insights into what exactly if there's an issue and what exactly that issue is. Yeah. Um, most of the time, I'm gonna be honest though, most of the time. Uh, The exclusion lists are are for refunds and returns, uh, because that's that's how that's pretty much the easiest way to kind of get ahead of a negative review.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I think I would add as well from our, our experience, the um, using the automated Amazon template has definitely helped increase the number of reviews. Maybe not the quality of reviews, because it's it's so easy just because you can just tap the star and it's done. Um, mm-hmm. It does mean you get more ratings, but it means you get less written reviews because people don't need to. They're not forced to leave a, a, a written thing now. So, you know, it's, there's positives and negatives there, isn't there?
1: Yeah. And that's a good point, Ben. I, I should have brought this up earlier, but you're absolutely right. Like, you know, I mean, I think this change was made maybe a year ago, two years ago, where, where buyers now can uh, just give a star. They don't have to leave. Uh, they don't have to leave a comment or anything. Previously, you would have had to leave a comment as well, but now they don't have to. You can just give a four star or a five star. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. That's something that um, we do hit on in our blog and, and be in the BSM blog that we have. But I did forget to mention that. So thank you for bringing that up. You're absolutely right
0: it's good good stuff i think um the uh, john elder says the goat of email autoresponders. <laughs> <laughs> thanks
1: john and if john's here um i know we said the average review rate is one to one to two percent um but john i think you've had some some very good um uh resp- some very good uh rates as well and if you can like just let us know how much is that review rate that you're seeing for your cut for you and your customers?
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He's, uh, he's in on the Facebook stream. So, um, I'm sure I'll put a comment in there, uh, based on that in a sec um we're at the end of kind of the questions that are there in the group at the moment and uh, obviously just coming to you know towards the end of that our time together is there anything else that maybe i haven't asked that you feel is, is worth adding anything else that you think you know is a, is a hot tip for anyone that's just starting out looking to generate more reviews anything else that you'd like to add
1: yeah, I would say, um, look, I, I mentioned at the beginning of, of, of the session, uh, and we can go in, I can show you exactly just how easy it is to use. Uh, we'll do that in a second. But I can't stress enough, like, you know, because, I mean, there's, there's some negatives to, I mean, not negatives, but there's some, you know, kind of uphill battles you'll have to fight because you're just starting up. That being said, one area that you can get a leg up on immediately, immediately to help you scale. Uh, is through the product, is through a, a review and feedback strategy. Uh, you know, you, a lot of these bigger businesses are, are they, they don't need to, they don't need to have a product. They don't need to have a feedback review strategy. They're going to get like a thousand orders a month. They're going to get a hundred, you know, ten, 10 you know, 10,000 orders a month. They're going to get a hundred. They're going to get up to, you know, 200 types of reviews. They have, they, they're just, they're doing so much vol- volume. They don't have to really worry about that. And this is where smaller businesses and newer sellers can actually get a nice benefit is if you see someone, if you see these a normal one to 2% review, you can increase that seven seven to 10% people can see reviews on using our, our software. So uh, to 10% increase, I should say, excuse me. Um, and if you, I mean, it's just, it's so easy to set up if you're not doing a lot of, of volume, you're not doing a lot, you know, you're not selling a lot of products because it only takes about five minutes and then you can actually just sit there and just like forget about it. You know, you come back in every like two or three weeks to the software and see, oh, yeah, you know, I got like six reviews here. I got like 10 reviews. You know, it's just it's something that's so easy to set up if, if you're not doing a lot of volume uh, that it's just it's, it's hard not to not to want to do this as soon as you start selling on Amazon, because you can just basically set it and forget it.
0: Yeah, we appreciate taking the time out as well, Sam. It's been uh, very uh, informative, and I know, uh, like I say, all of the comments in the group have been how valuable it is. So, um, and there'll be tons more catching up through the day as people uh, over on the west coast wake up, and uh, you know, through the night we've got some Aussies on as well. So as they start to engage, I'm sure there'll be lots more comments in there and people heading your way. So, um, anything else you want to say before we uh, before we wrap up?
1: Yeah, just um please, please, if there's any questions, we love hearing them. We, we we're always excited to talk about our product, always excited to talk, talk about feedback management, PL. Like send me an email, sam at feedbackwiz.com or support at feedbackwiz.com or info at feedbackwiz. Any any of those three will work. Support, info, or sam at feedbackwiz.com. We'll get your questions answered. We'll get you squared away. If you need help using the software, if you sign up. Don't, don't hesitate to reach out. We, we'd love to help you out and, and help you get your slice of the digital pie, man. Like it's just a great time to, to start selling and turn that side hustle into, into something legit. So I think this is great what you're doing, Ben. I love it. Uh, I think you're. I've been following you a little bit on Twitter the last few weeks too. It's been great. Uh, highly recommend everyone follow. Up. Obviously, I think everyone is following Ben on Twitter, but you, you, you drop some great knowledge every now and then. It's been,
0: it's been a real pleasure uh, learning with you. Thanks, man. I appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you taking time out. Thank you, Sam, for coming on to the show. Uh, so good to hear his thoughts, hear his expertise from an angle of being one of the leading software providers in the space. If you do want to check out Feedback Wiz, then we'll leave a link in the description below. Highly recommended piece of software. Highly recommended group of people. Just great, great group of people and uh, definitely worth checking them out. If you've enjoyed this episode today, hey, let me know. Love to hear from you. Uh, email us, hello at brandbuild.com. Build a uni.com or leave a comment down below if you're watching on youtube hit the thumbs up subscribe leave us a review all that good stuff helps us know that you're enjoying this content and helps us know that we can keep getting on the greatest guests to help you on your journey to build a life-changing brand a seven-figure brand in three years or less that's the mission we're on and we want to help you do that so check out the links in the description for all of the resources to help you do that and we will see you in the next episode real soon